Hey there, it's Thursday, it's October 11th, and I have a quote of the day from Eleanor Roosevelt. Today is her birthday. She was born October 11th, 1884. She passed November 7th, 1962. She, of course, was our first lady, married to Franklin D. Roosevelt. And her quote is this, Great minds discuss ideas. Average minds discuss events. Small minds discuss people. And that's your quote of the day. I am going to read Daily Horoscopes from Georgia Nichols. And I think that you guys will benefit from this because Georgia always has this thing called moon alert. So I'll start with that. And the moon alert is avoid shopping or important decisions after 6.30 p.m. today, Eastern Daylight Time, um, which is also 3.30 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And she says the moon is in Scorpio. Aries, this is a classic day for arguments because people feel aggressive and they are also opinionated. You will feel this influence as well. Therefore, tread carefully. Think before you speak and avoid conflict if you can so you can enjoy your day. Taurus, be cautious about making recommendations or introducing reforms or improvements to your job because someone will oppose you. People are touchy today, especially if you try to suggest improvements. Go gently. And also, respect your health today. Something tricky here. Gemini, Be patient when dealing with kids today because hissy fits and meltdowns will be classic. Just remember that you were a kid once too. Likewise, romantic partners might quarrel because issues are intense. Do not criticize loved ones today because people are touchy. Cancer. Steer clear of arguments with parents and older family members today because conflict at home will be par for the course. Tension might arise because of equipment breakdowns or problems with small appliances. Just cope as best you can, which, of course, you will. Leo, because you believe strongly in your POV about something today, point of view, you might try to convince others to see your way of thinking. Well, this is not the day to do this. Today, people are quick to take offense. They are also quick to disagree and pounce on you. So easy does it. Virgo, squabbles about money and possessions might arise today. However, you might also see new sources of income or ways to make money on the side. You might have to repair something that you own today, which is no fun, but just do it and then it's done. Libra, today the sun is in your sign and it's at odds with Big Daddy Pluto. This means power struggles are likely. It also means that someone might make suggestions or try to quote-unquote make you over and you won't like it. Or... The flip side, you might try to improve someone else and they won't like it. Capiche? Scorpio, you might be unhappy with something that's going on behind the scenes and part of your frustration is that you feel you cannot speak up about it or mention it. You feel muzzled. It's like being caught between a rock and a hard place. Well, just hang in there because tomorrow is a happy, productive day. Sagittarius, When talking to friends and members of groups today, avoid arguments and conflicts because they will easily arise. Everyone wants to get their own way today, and they're also very opinionated. 
you will encounter this one way or the other. Capricorn. You, Capricorn, must tread carefully, carefully today, because power struggles with authority figures, i.e. parents, bosses, or the police, are classic. People are opinionated and easily riled. They'll be quick to react and state their point of view. And this is obviously a poor day to bring up sensitive subjects, you think? Aquarius, avoid controversial subjects like politics, religion, and racial issues today because they will quickly turn into arguments. People are highly opinionated today and pushy about their views. Furthermore, someone might try to coerce you into agreeing with them. So just run away. Run far. Pisces, disputes about shared property, inheritances, insurance issues, and anything that you own jointly with someone else, including uh, debt, might arise today, which is why this is a poor day to discuss these subjects. Tomorrow is a much better day. Postpone, these, postpone all of these types of talks until then. So, if your birthday is today, actress Joan Cusack... 1962. Uh, she shares your birthday today. You are charming, friendly, and cooperative. You're also creative and clever. You quickly understand a situation and put others at ease. It's time to embrace change and new opportunities. Expect excitement and stimulation. Get ready to act fast. Make your personal freedom one of your goals this year. Enjoy travel opportunities and chances to expand your horizons. And overall, enjoy this fast-paced year. If you were born today, you are witty, fun to be around, and charming. Your sense of humor is well-developed, and you are a sports lover. Generally considered rather quote-unquote lucky, it's really because of your enthusiasm and positive attitude that you seem to get your way. You respect others and are generally very courteous. Although you can stretch the truth quite effortlessly... Most of the time, you do so to try to keep the peace or to avoid hurting someone's feelings. You're very amorous, and you possess much personal charisma and understated charm. Famous people born today besides Joan are Luke Perry, Eleanor Roosevelt, Sean Flannery, Daryl Hall, Trevor Donovan, Matt Borner, Michelle Trachtenberg. Happy birthday, Libra! Today in rock and roll history, 1955, Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash, and Carl Perkins kicked off an 11-date tour of the southern U.S. states in Abilene, Texas. In 1960, Aretha Franklin appeared at the Village Vanguard Club in New York, marking the first non-gospel performance of her career. In 1965, Jerry Marsden of Jerry and the Pacemakers married the secretary of his van club, Pauline Behan. When Jerry was first asking her for a date, she was George Harrison's girlfriend, but George was away in Hamburg, and so she accepted. After one particular falling out, Jerry wrote, Don't let the sun catch you crying for Pauline, which touched her so much, she quickly patched things up. In 1967, the Bee Gees scored their first UK number one with Massachusetts, which would go on to sell over 5 million copies worldwide. 
Robin Gibb would later admit that Bee Gees had never actually been to Massachusetts when they recorded the song. They just liked the sound of the name. In 1968, Dionne Warwick is awarded her first gold record for Burp, Bacharach, and Hal David's I Say a Little Prayer, which peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 and number eight on the R&B chart the previous week. In 1969, Grand Funk Railroad's debut LP, On Time, enters the Billboard Hot 200 album chart at number 65. Although music critics bash them, Grand Funk will become one of the best-selling acts in rock history. 1970, Elvis Presley adds to his collection of honorary police badges when he's sworn in as Special Deputy Sheriff of Bel Air, California. In 1974, John Denver reached number one on the UK singles chart with Annie's song, which had topped the US charts the previous July. He, of course, had written the song about his wife at the time, Annie Martell Denver. In 1975, Neil Sedaka had a comeback, and it continued with his second number one hit of the year, Bad Blood. In the span of just eight months, he also wrote two other chart topping hits His Own Laughter in the Rain. And the Captain and Tennille's Love Will Keep Us Together. And that year, Janice Ann performs at 17 on the very first broadcast of NBC TV's Saturday Night Live. In 1989, Michael Jackson attended the opening ceremony of the Michael Jackson Auditorium at his former school, Gardner Street Elementary in Hollywood, California, in November 2003. School officials covered over Jackson's name with painted plywood, leaving only the word auditorium showing. After receiving requests from angry parents when Jackson was booked on suspicion of child molestation. In 1991, Apple Computer settled a lawsuit launched by the Beatles record company Apple Corporation over name and logo rights. The computer company reportedly paid about $29 million to settle the suit. In 1997, Elton John went on to number one on the Billboard singles chart with his worldwide hit Candle in the Wind, the Princess Diana version, his eighth U.S. chart-topping single. The record would go on to become the largest-selling single in history, replacing Bing Crosby's White Christmas for that honor. 1999, Michael Jackson's wife, Deborah Rowe, filed for divorce. After three years of marriage, the couple met when Rowe was working as a nurse at his plastic surgeon's office. In 2003, the July 1954 Sun Studio session for Elvis Presley's debut hit, That's All Right, was voted the most pivotal moment in rock history by Mojo Magazine readers. Bob Dylan's switch from acoustic to electric guitars in 1965 came second ahead of the release of The Clash's debut single White Riot in 1977. The Beatles' first appearance on The Ed Sullivan Show in 1964 was fourth, and the Rolling Stones' release of Jumpin' Jack Flash placed fifth. Releases and performances by Jimi Hendrix, Neil Young, John Lennon, and Led Zeppelin were also included in the top 10. 
In 2004, Buffalo Springfield bassist Bruce Palmer died of an apparent heart attack at the age of 58. He had been inducted with his bandmates into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in uh, 1996. 2010, George Michael was set free from High Point Prison in Suffolk, England after serving 27 days of an eight-week sentence for possession of marijuana and driving under the influence of drugs stemming from an incident the previous July. Speaking to reporters outside his London home, Michael said, I just want to say thank you for everybody who has supported me in there. In 2015, Experience Hendrix LLC, the company that runs Jimi Hendrix Estate, announced that it was suing a Tucson music shop for the return of a guitar once owned by the legendary performer. The shop owner claimed that the acoustic Black Widow guitar, which was valued between $750,000 and $1 million, was purchased in good faith from another owner. And in 2016, Rod Stewart officially became Sir Roderick David Stewart when he received knighthood from Prince William at Buckingham Palace in London, England. And that's your day in rock for October 11th. So the man goes to the attorney's office and says, what is your fee? And the attorney says, 1,000 US dollars for three questions. So the man goes, whoa, so much. Isn't that a bit expensive? And the attorney says, yes. So what is your third question? Okay, so what's going on in the Hudson Valley is they are proposing to put in um, traffic roundabouts. Yeah. Get ready for more roundabouts. Hudson Valley. This is on WPDH online, by the way. And okay, so roundabouts are popping up all around the Hudson Valley. And there's more to come. Studies have shown that roundabouts reduce injury crashes by 75% compared to traditional intersections with traffic signals and fatalities by 90%, according to a blog post by Minetti and Minetti Law. Many roundabouts have popped up in the Hudson Valley. Intersections with a history of accidents or backups are usually targeted by planners and engineers. The James P. Kelly Route 78 roundabout in Middletown was just completed on October 2nd. The city of Middletown posted how to navigate a roundabout in 27 easy steps on their Facebook page. 27 steps? That seems excessive. Two more roundabouts are expected to be installed in Harriman near the Woodbury Common Premium Outlets part of a $150 million effort to cure the traffic problems and confusion that happens in that area. And there's also a proposed roundabout to be installed at Legoland and Route 17 near the BOCES complex on Harriman Drive leading to Route 17. Legoland is expected to have 1.5 to 2.5 million visitors annually. 
Kingston is expected to begin construction on another roundabout at the intersection of Albany Avenue and Broadway. The project will take approximately two years to complete and will include elevated crosswalks. Do you feel roundabouts help reduce traffic and accidents? Leave your comments. Okay, mine is no, by the way, if anybody cares. Um, you know, I think that this is extraordinary, this claim that 75% reduction of traffic accidents and 90% fatalities are due to installing a roundabout? Are you kidding me? Those percentages are whack. You would not, that's like a whack, I mean, like, just to hear that a study came up with those high percentages is whack to me. Anyway, I, I don't know. And they say studies, they don't say who did the studies. That always annoys me too. But besides that, those high percentages, studies never come out with that. That's like saying uh, 100% of the people have blood in their system. I mean, come on. That sounds a little bit ridiculous. Anyway, the roundabouts, do they alleviate confusion? No. No, they do not. And if there's 27 steps on the Middletown Facebook page, I think that is a big testament to my statement that they create confusion. Okay? They are highly confusing. And God forbid you have a person who is shy, who is a new driver, who is, you know, too polite. Your, your outlet on the roundabout is screwed. You're screwed. You're going to be there for an hour waiting for your line leader to gain access to the roundabout. And then, you know, like you have roundabouts by like Bear Mountain. Oh, that's a great roundabout. You can't even get in to the outlet that you want to because it's so jammed up. So you're riding around the uh, roundabout like a merry-go-round for 40 minutes. And guess what? There's no ponies. It's not that fun. Um, I just think they're highly confusing. And I think they're confusing for this area to absorb. And I think they're confusing for the New York State driver. The New York State driver is highly aggressive, not that polite, they're just mean. I mean, I had a guy today. I'm getting off the exit. You're supposed to reduce speed. He's giving me the finger because I'm reducing my speed to 50 miles an hour to get off a ramp. That's what we're dealing with out there. A roundabout? You might slow down the people, but I would think that, you know, they might as well set up a boxing ring in the center of them because there's going to be a lot of fights. There's going to be a lot of fights at these roundabouts. Woo! And I think they're going to clog up the traffic. I don't think I don't think they work that well if they're unsupervised. If you have somebody in the middle going, "Your turn, your turn, your turn." You know like they do at church, that might go a little better. But if you just like let the people try to figure it out, oh my god, bad, 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 bad. Anyway, um, you know, New York State, they want to try this out. They're going to install all these things. 
And in about 15 years, they're going to, you know, take them up and put something else in there. I think, personally. Probably most definitely at the Woodbury Commons. Because that thing, that unbelievable amount of traffic there, there, there's, I don't think there's a good solution. I really just don't. Because you have too many people in cars, you don't have enough mass transit, and no matter what you do, it thought you have um, a high influx of cars at particular times, Legoland's going to have the same problem. You have kind of the issue of exit time and entrance time, and whenever you have that, you know, your traffic isn't staggered, and no matter what you do, you're going to have traffic. Uh, look at New York City. I mean, they have traffic. You just deal with it. There's not really any way to move it along much better. It's just a fact of life. They have rush hour traffic. So you can put a roundabout in. You can put a traffic signal in. You can do whatever you want. But you're going to have traffic. You're going to have accidents. You're going to have angry drivers. And uh, good luck to everybody. I'm just going to, you know, take back roads and not do roundabouts. That's what I'll be doing. Thank God for Waze. Everybody, you know, just download Waze so we can get away from these roundabouts. All right, it's Thursday. Tomorrow will be a sunnier day, I hope, in the Hudson Valley. And I hope you enjoy your weekend. All right, bye.